Hey everybody, it is Scotch with another Jack Squat podcast. And I haven't done one of these by myself in a while. I've been very fortunate to have uh, Bob Harris share my love of B-movies. He and I have been uh, doing these B-movie Bonanza podcasts together, which has been a lot of fun. But it's time I do another solo podcast, apparently. And the first thing that I do every morning when I wake up is I start that coffee pot. It is instinctual. I've been doing it for well over 30 years now. I don't even think twice about it. Coffee's my brain juice. After that, I shower. I go to work. Thankfully, I don't go in as early as I used to. For many, many years, decades actually, I was up and moving at 3.30 in the morning, which sounds ridiculous now, but when, you, when you've when you done it for so many years in a row, it's just kind of part of that routine, that ritual. You just get up and do it. And at the time, I didn't even really hardly think about it. In fact, I think the reason it was so easy to motivate myself at that hour was because I was going to a job where I got to be creative. And that's really important to me. When I've, when I've had jobs that don't involve a lot of imagination, I naturally will gravitate towards whatever aspect of the job I can apply my resourcefulness to. Like when I was working retail, I would actually end up making signs or flyers or things that would go up in the window, that sort of thing. Uh, Somebody told me once that creativity is a muscle and that you have to use it or it gets stagnant. It gets uh, atrophied. (laughs) And I found that the best way to do that is to not overthink things. Because the world is moving faster and faster than it's ever moved before. And if you want to contribute to that creative landscape, you can't just sit around on your hands. you got to get in there and do it. And for me, morning radio was always a great outlet. I grew up recording little goofy skits and funny commercials on a tape recorder with my buddies after school. And this is way back in the 80s, by the way, so we didn't have the option of putting that stuff on the Internet. Instead, we would uh, sometimes make dupes of the cassettes, and then we would hand them out to friends in school. And we also made movies with the old VHS recorder, and we made comics. And I'm going to front this by saying this in no way made us cool. I'm not claiming that we were <laughs> that we were considered cool. In fact, I'm sure that there were a lot of classmates that thought quite the opposite. They probably thought, why are you forcing this drivel on us? But it was just something we did. And when I ended up working in radio, it was a dream come true for me. It was, I mean, the fact that I could go in and make up stupid songs or make audio spoofs or, you know, little funny commercials and record them on the spot and then have them on the airwaves in a matter of minutes was just totally mind-boggling to me. I'd had uh, more, so I've had both types of morning show partners. I'd have ones that would just plan and script stuff out in advance, and I've also had uh, morning show partners that just went with it. And the latter is my preference, incidentally, just to do it on the spot. As I get older, I sometimes wonder how important the actual content of all that garbage I've put out there is and I've put out a lot of garbage cartooning is something that is very satisfying to me and I I approach it pretty much the same way I do radio I try not to think too hard about it I just do it and sometimes I'm embarrassed that maybe the comics I draw will send a negative message I, I usually try to shake this off and tell myself I'm giving myself way more credit than I deserve because I don't think there's many people out there that really pay much attention to what I do. They certainly don't read my comics or listen to the podcasts that I participate in to get some kind of great moral insight into life. But as my time alive grows shorter and I am getting older, I wonder if there's maybe something of more value or more substance that I'm supposed to be contributing before my time is up. I don't know. Several years back, shortly after I had started getting published in Cracked and in Hustler magazine, I reached out to a fellow cartoonist from my hometown. And I don't know why I still hang on to this. I probably have obsessed over this for too many years, but this guy was doing artwork for Christian comic books. 
And I emailed him to con- to congratulate him on his accomplishments and let him know, hey, I'm getting some work cartooning as well. And, I, you know, it's really neat that two guys from Holly have, have uh, followed their passion for artwork. And you're doing Christian artwork. I'm, you know, getting published in Cracked and getting artwork in Hustler magazine. I was really shocked when he emailed me back and chastised me by saying, shame on you and basically telling me that I shouldn't be using the gifts that God gave me to do crude and scatological material. And he basically told me I was some kind of vulgarian and really should be following a different path because I was a steward of God's gifts. Well, that hit me pretty hard because I I didn't expect that. I expected a little, hey, well, good for you. And I assumed that he'd be happy that I was doing something I enjoyed as well. So I was pretty resentful because it filled me with a lot of a lot of self-doubt. And over the years, I've thought back on this many times. And I sometimes wonder if, you know, maybe he was right. Maybe I have wasted a lot of time and effort uh, creating content that lacks meaning of some kind. I've always created art and music and on-air radio bits with, the, with one thing in mind. And that is what entertains me. Because that's what I want to do. I want to make people laugh. I want to make people smile, maybe groan. I probably make people groan a lot more than I actually make them laugh. But that's what I enjoy. But maybe I should be doing something more. I'm not sure if that's right for me, but I feel like that's something somebody else is supposed to be doing. When I try to attach a message to something that I've created or give it some kind of deeper meaning or give it some weight, it always feels forced to me. And I don't want to be a big phony baloney, so... I may be crude and scatological at times, but I, you know, I don't think that's the complete picture of what I do. I feel like that's maybe the audience I'm supposed to be creating for. But oh well, what do I know, right? Uh, there's another Jack Squat podcast. We'll see you next time. This is Scotch.